0: Welcome to the Life in the Fasting Lane podcast with your host, Eve Mayer. Join Eve and her guests each week as they discuss how to live a healthier, longer, and more fulfilling life through fasting, keto, and low-carb feasting. All right, here we are.
1: I am Eve Mayer from FastingLane.com, and you are... I'm Megan Ramos from the Intensive Dietary Management
0: Program, otherwise known as IDMProgram.com. We told you we'd be back. I'm still alive. I'm back. I'm still hot. Everything is good. That's what really matters in life. Um, We are one week and one day after the 10 day fast has ended. What are your predictions, Megan? Because I haven't, I don't think I've updated you on anything, right? Like, I haven't told you.
1: I haven't. It's been a really crazy week because it's the second week back to work, and it's just organizing all of 2019. Uh, (laughs) It's wild. I did see one post that you did really early early on, but I have had no updates since that. All right, so so, yeah, I I do know that you're digesting well. I think still you had no issues breaking your fast. That's something that I got, but I don't know if that's maintained. If you've had any issues, Um, I did see that your weight went up about. About half of what was expected. Um, But I imagine that you're going to do 16.8, which means two meals a day. Uh, So I imagine your weight hopefully is not up more than one or two pounds from what it was at the end of the fast and has maintained through because we do gain back some of the weight from dehydration. Uh, So we do gain back some water weight once we start eating again. So let me know, fill me in. All right. So
0: as I told all of you, I am not a very good at fasting as you all saw through the process. I am actually pretty darn good at eating, but I will admit there was one day this week that may skew some of these records. There was one day this week that I was at a business meeting all day and all that was available were carbs and I gave in to the evil carbs and I ate them. Uh, so that happened. So that could influence us. So I am at, I, when we ended the fast, I was at 184, and now I'm at 186 and a half. Okay. So two and a half pounds up from when I ended the fast. So for those of you that have asked me how how much did I lose, I lost nine and a half pounds. I gained two and a half back. So from the 10 day fast total, we're down seven pounds, which I feel fantastic about. Um, I have since the fast felt very hungry. I'm not sure it's because of the fast ending. I'm sure that was like the first day, but I also started doing CrossFit three times a week. And I feel like on the days I do CrossFit, I want to eat everything, like just everything. I have a friend who inspired me to do CrossFit, Lisa, and she's been doing it for six, seven years. And I asked her if when she first started, if she got really hungry and she said, yeah, she did. And after a while it became less. I'm not used to, I'm used to lifting weights but I'm not used to doing any cardio. And when I do CrossFit, I just feel really hungry. I'm not eating bad foods for this. So since the fast ended, um, every day I have done sixteen eight. um, one day I had a, a snack of carbs and a lunch of carbs and sugar, and it was a bad situation. Um, every other day this week and one day I have eaten, um, cheese, meat, vegetables berries pickles like the way i typically eat right and i feel like after i finish a 10 day fast to me food tastes better i appreciate it more because i was in this period of i couldn't have the food and now i can have the food and i find i just find i enjoy it more um <laughs>
1: Absolutely. I would absolutely.
0: make the heart grow fonder. Yeah, absolutely. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, I get to eat again. This is amazing. You know, I feel so lucky. Whereas before, at the 168, I'm like, oh, I gotta wait till noon to eat, you know. I, I had thought two of the days this week I would do a 24, which is would be something pretty typical, and I haven't been able to do it. I've been too hungry. Um, however, my clothes and how everything fits is pretty I'm not going to lie. Pretty damn hot, Megan. Pretty damn hot. Um, Everything feels really good. I think that's a combination of eating the right stuff. You know, I think I typically achieve eating low carb 85% of the time. And then about 15% of the time, like, you know, when I had the meeting this week or when holidays come, I choose not to. Um, And I still, like, I've, I've been having some interesting discussions with a lot of people online, Cause I, I put a post up about like, you know, I'm at 185, I'm never going to be 125 pounds. And some people were really sweet and they're like, you never know, like you, you might be. And I guess maybe I didn't explain it correctly. Cause like, I'm not sure I'm, I'm not even sure I'd want to be like 125. Like I kind of like, um, that's not true. I absolutely like being curvy, um, and strong. And I have had Levi now put the scale away as of today per your suggestion, Because I just want to go to CrossFit three times a week for a month. And I want to eat two meals a day and do a 24 when I can. And if I can do a 36, do it. And I just want to see what happens. And then at the end of that month, I want to go get a DEXA scan. So a DEXA scan is where they measure your weight, but but your measurements, your body fat percentage, your visceral fat, where the fat is collected. And I really think that I... As a person who was once 300 pounds and then got to 225 and whose ultimate goal was 195 pounds and who is now in the 180s and has been there because of keto and intermittent fasting for, it'll be a year now in a couple of months, I, I just kind of want to get to a lower body fat percentage and I don't really care what the weight number is. Like My dream would be to be at a 29% body fat. I don't care if that's 185 pounds. I don't care if that's 150 pounds. I don't. I don't care. Um, I look better than I have looked. And once again, I just want to go to know. There's no makeup, so I know we were talking about like how my skin looked at different times. No, no, I, no. That's not true. I mean, I have lipstick on, but um, you know, no concealer, no foundation. My my skin has stayed really great since the fast. Um, but I'm curious to know from you, Megan. Do you think? that the increased hunger is because of the 10-day fast or because of increased exercise?
1: There's like there's a couple things. When you eat more, the more you want to eat, even if it's ketogenically. So ketogenic super low-carb. So even if you're eating low-carb or very low-carb, the more you eat, the more you want to eat. So that's a factor, but I definitely think that increased exercise is part and parcel to it as well, especially if you're not um, – making the effort that we usually do on our fasting days to take extra sodium and to take magnesium and drink pickle juice and broth. Uh, Most of the time, hunger, uh, elevated hunger with elevated exercise is because we're not, we're now not supplementing our body. I want to ask you about that because
0: like I stopped taking the salt, but on the days that I'm eating and I'm exercising a lot, for some reason, like I really want to take salt and I'm like, I don't, Understand, like, some am I just in the
1: habit? Do I just like it? Like, why? No, because you're exercising more now. First of all, when you're eating low carb, you need to take more salt, anyways, than people who don't eat low carb. Um, we need to supplement with sodium because sodium is so vital for almost every function in the body. And we're not eating all this packaged, processed junk food that has crazy quantities of sodium in it. So you gotta go a little bit heavier-handed with the salt shaker. You just want to use a good quality salt. I so didn't it's important to keep in mind electrolytes on eating days and fasting days. And I can tell you from my own experience and you know working with thousands of patients who have exercise um, on a fasted and fed state, a lot of people are like, I'm less hungry when I'm fasted and exercising than when I'm fed and exercising. Yes. And I'm like, because on your exercise, when you're fasted exercise day, you're taking broth, you're taking salt, you're taking pickle juice, you're taking magnesium, you're being really diligent about that. But when we eat, we get lazier with that stuff. And when you exercise, you burn through a lot of those electrolytes. And they're so vital for survival, your body needs them. Your body needs to replenish what you sweat out at the gym. And so it, it sends hunger hormones being that has to be it i did not like i had
0: no idea about that i never knew if you were eating low carb and you weren't eating processed foods which i rarely do that i didn't know that thank you that's i'm gonna try that with the exercise and see what it's like um i'm gonna listen and and throw away the scale for a month and just See what happens, and then and I haven't gotten the next blood test either. I want to share with all of you. We did a blood test; things look pretty good. And I think I'm going to wait a month, um, and, and and just do 16, eight, no extended fasting. Maybe a twenty-four or thirty-six, and and then go back and see what things look like. If you think that's okay,
1: yeah, I think that's perfectly fine. So emotionally,
0: I'll tell you this: part of me is so excited to not have the scale. Part of me is like, haha. I'm going to probably eat some bad foods and it won't catch up with me. And part of me is terrified that if I don't use the scale for a month, I'll slip and I'll weigh and I'll, these are my real thoughts. I'll be back at 225 pounds in a month. Like, I don't know why I just still think that like, I'm going to go back. I I always think I'm going to go back probably because I was there for, you know, 20 something years, but, Um, I still can't wrap my head around the fact that, you know, you, you try to lose weight or you try to get healthier and you fail for decades. And then suddenly something works in a lasting way, which has never happened before. And then it's just very difficult to accept it. Um, I have tried to take more pictures of myself. I try to look at myself more and I like what I see. Like I'm very happy with my body. I'm very proud of it. I feel confident. I feel pretty. Um, I had no problems there. There's that part. But I think that there's always just this fear that this is temporary and this fat person's coming back. You know? Is that pretty typical?
1: That's like 100% of people. Uh, well, maybe not 100%, but like 90 yeah. 90- I was in that percentage too. Um, you, know, you just All we know, like all I knew is, you know, my parents gaining weight, losing weight just to regain it back. I never wow. thought weight loss was sustainable. And it, it, it patients that I see, they're like, oh my gosh, you've sustained that much weight loss for like eight years now? Yeah, like I've found like I'm, I'm a unicorn. <laughs> I'm a rare being. Um, but most people struggle with that so much. Um, I have a lot of patients who break down when they hit their goals. Like just full breakdowns because they're just so scared of going back and uh, and just regaining it all. Like they've it's it, like they finally after years have hit what they want to hit and achieve yeah. their weight loss goals, and it's it can be almost devastating the fear that comes along with it. And, you know, my perspective is I just have to really reassure them, you know, say that I'm an example, go into like our Facebook group and, you know, start engaging in people who have had success. Just write a post saying, hey, you know, has anyone, you know, maintained their weight loss for, for a year or longer? And, you know, within minutes, and you're probably going to get 10 responses and just, you know, use. Use that community to really engage you and provide you with positive reinforcement. You're never going to fully accept it until it happens. Um, So, you know, I just keep reiterating my own experience to my patients. I encourage them to go into the community and reach out because there's a lot of people in there that have had that success and they're happy to share their photos. And just, you know, keep reaching out into the community to get that reinforcement.
0: Yeah, and if you're if you're watching this video later and you didn't see the original post, you can join the group that Megan is talking about for free on Facebook. It's called Obesity Code. Just search for Obesity Code Network, and you can join that group for free. And I've been a member of it for, I, I guess, almost a year now, and I've seen tons of people post, like, I started this way of eating and intermittent fasting five years ago and 10 years ago and four years ago and three months ago, and just people who have continued their weight loss Um, and it's interesting. I was really inspired by my friend and employee, Bridget, who just got to a weight that she was happy with. And it was exciting for me to hear, especially a woman say, I like where I'm at. I feel really good about it. And I'm going to, I'm going to stay here. And it is not only good enough, it's, it's fantastic. And I think she kind of inspired me to go, okay, my goal was 195. Here I have been now in the 180s for almost a year. Like, maybe I could just be happy. Like, I don't know if there always needs to be a goal of, like, I'm going to get to 175 or whatever. And I think, especially a lot of times for women, your whole life is in pursuit of this perfect weight. Like, who gives a crap? I don't care about a perfect weight. I am obviously wonderfully imperfect. Um, I don't really know how I could get much better. So I'm just going to now see if I can run at CrossFit. I've gotten all the way around the block once. Maybe I can do a block and a half without stopping walking. And I'm going to see if I can lift more. And I'm going to see if last year, I only got sick once in a year. Maybe I can get sick once in a year and a half. Um, And if I lose some more weight, cool, but I'm frigging gorgeous. So I just think that I, I wanna live in that space and hope that other people, wherever they are, whatever goal they're going to, or just like taking a look in the mirror at their maybe if, if they're lucky enough, two eyes that can see and two legs that can walk and two ears that can hear and, and feel grateful. I you know, I get it. You know, sometimes I feel like crap too. So like don't don't get me wrong. I'm not saying everything is perfect, but um I'd like to just like sit in the space and, and and be happy with it for a while. I see so many people talk about you know, I'm doing keto or I'm doing low carb or intermittent fasting. I'm not losing what this person lost and I'm not, I'm not there. And, and I think that it's a pretty typical feeling, but we're, we can also search the other way and find that we last two pounds when somebody hasn't lost anything for our gain weight while they did things. And so there's always people to compare us to, but it never really makes us feel better when we do that.
1: There's no thing, there's no such thing as an ideal weight. Like absolutely, it's like the biggest hokey pokey thing, like in in medicine. It's about a healthy body composition, and I, you know I've, I've told this to people like a uh, hundred times. You know I was yeah I was I'm five feet tall, like so I was one hundred and eighty six pounds and at five feet tall. Didn't look too too great on me. Um, I'm small-boned, brittle bone lady, um, not strong. It was all fat. It was like 60% of it was fat. So it wasn't like I was strong. And I was sick. But I've also been 97 pounds as an adult. And I have been morbidly obese and unhealthy at 97 pounds. And today I'm 117 pounds. And I'll tell you, I am a smaller dress size now than I was at 97 pounds, despite weighing 20 more pounds, but I don't weigh 20 more pounds of fat. I have less fat on my body. At 97 pounds, I was 34% body fat and at 117 tons, I'm under 25% body fat, and I've got a ton of muscle mass. I've gained a tremendous amount of muscle mass, and I've improved my bone mass density, and I wear a smaller size today than I did when I got down to 97 pounds. So the total number on the scale, it it just, it tells you how much all of your sums are, and what good is it being 125 pounds if 40% of that's fat, or you know, that there's no good to that, none at all. And this is why you know I really encourage people to get rid of their sales. <laughs> Again, give them away the to people they don't like. Just get rid of them. And this is where progress photos can be really motivating. Taking your photo, maybe in the same gym outfit when it's nice and form fitting in the mirror, and just comparing it week to week for motivation, or taking your measurements, wherever. In your body, you're motivated to to keep slender or to see improvement. You know, for a lot of people, that's around the larger part of their belly. For a lot of ladies, it's around our triceps and biceps and our thighs and our hips. And just taking track of those measurements. Because muscle and bone weigh a lot more than fat. And you want to have a lot of muscle and bone. And you don't want to have a lot of fat and I'm so you can't really go by the scale. You got to go by how your clothes are fitting. Anyone who's ever worked for me or worked with, sorry, worked with me, when I engage in conversation, I don't ask them what the scale says or how much weight they've lost. I ask them how their clothes are fitting. How are your clothes fitting? Because they could be healthier and have less fat even if they've gained five pounds. And it's, it's really about body composition.
0: Well, I'll tell you, I think it's nice to set, a goal for yourself around an event. If you have one coming up where you just want to look, you're going to a wedding or you're going to a graduation, you're going to a party. My event that started some of this last year for me was in January of last year, I started eating low carb um, because in February, I was going to go with my friend to New Orleans and I was, I'm from Louisiana and I was going to march in a Mardi Gras parade called Crew of Chewbacca's as Wonder Woman, right? And I was going to have kind of a revealing outfit. Now I got away with some of it by having a cape, which was pretty, pretty smart. Um, And so I did that and I got from 225 pounds to 215 pounds by eating low carb in basically a month. And I, I felt a lot of pride. I had my makeup done. I dressed as Wonder Woman who I've just been obsessed with since I was three years old. I used to wear the underoos. It was amazing. And so I marched as Wonder Woman last year and now I'm going back this year in a month. And I'm really motivated to, to do well and do fasting and, and work out. Um, I'm having a new costume made, you know, still with cape. Let's not get crazy um, because i got to cover up my arms. But, you know, I, and I can't wait to see. I'm going to have somebody do my makeup, like, what I can look like in that picture. Because I, I felt pretty darn good in my picture last year. And I want to see, like, what the change is to this year. Um, so maybe if if you're listening to this and you're thinking about something, instead of setting like this number on the scale, maybe think of a dress you want to buy or a feeling you want to have when you walk into something or something that you want people to see when you give a presentation in front of your staff or or whatever it is and set that as your goal of things you're going to do good for yourself, ways you're going to eat, ways you're going to fast until you get to that point and, and then take a picture of it. Um, you want to go be Wonder Woman with me in New Orleans, Megan? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but on the spot. it's like hundreds of people, right? That hundreds of women that dress up as their version of Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman, and it's called Crew of Chewbacca, So it's just like thousands of nerds, right? Like, and it's just fantastic. But anyway, we'll be doing that. Oh, I did have a question. We had a question for today, and it says, um, "I find fasting super easy the first half of my cycle." But by days 18 to 21, I am struggling even to get to 16 to 18 hours of fasting. So after she does 16-8 for like three weeks, she gets frustrated. I find myself intolerably irritable, emotional, angry, just want to eat everything in sight. Should I back off on my fasting during those times? Is there something I'm not doing during my feasting times that would help me fast through? I usually do lazy keto. I've been doing this for a year and a half. Um, and intermittent fasting for a year. So it sounds like absolutely every single day she does sixteen eight. Should she maybe mix it up a little?
1: So mixing it up's always a great idea. But I will start off that um, women's estrogen levels fluctuate throughout the month, and a couple of weeks a month, it, fasting should be really easy. And a couple of weeks a month, the fasting shouldn't be as easy. But that's not for everyone. So usually when a person is not super metabolically healthy, like has room for improvements, their hormones are still a little out of whack. You know, we have a lot out of whack and we have a little bit out of whack. And wherever you fall on that continuum, you're going to have easier times through the month and more difficult times through the month. And once you get into that super healthy continuum, you know, where you're just your hormones are good, you're not hormonally out of whack anymore, then you're going to be able to fast all of the time, effortlessly, no matter where you are in your cycle. So what I recommend to women when they're fasting and what I did myself, oh, I struggled, especially the week leading up to to my period, I struggled in a big way. Um, but uh, what you can do is if you can tough it out, tough it out. That's what I encourage people to do. But if you can't tough it out, then I recommend fat fasting during that week. So fat fasting, there's a, there's a, <laughs> I was going to say a great article. I wrote it. Don't want to sound cocky. Yeah, yet. it is good. <laughs> there's another- it. It's a
0: blog on idmprogram.com. Search fat fasting. It's basically where you're eating avocados, bacon, eggs, salmon, olives, Certain foods for a period of time, as much as you want, in time restricted areas, um, time restricted times, and
1: then you you just focus on that. Did I get that kind of right? That is correct. So, and there's some alternatives up there too. So focus on fat fasting. Um, but like Eve said, you know, if you're doing sixteen eight every day on the weeks that you're feeling good and fasting's easy, then maybe you should change it up and try to do twenty four hour fast. Okay. Hi. Oh. Yeah. Oh no. Are we good? Megan, i
0: are you still there? I'm here. Can you hear me? I can hear you now. Okay. It okay. went away for a minute
1: and I yelled for Levi. <laughs> so um, change it up is great too.
0: Okay. Perfect. That makes sense. Um, so a lot of people have asked me, Eve, you know, you did this 10 day fast. Are you going to do it again? I got to be honest with you, probably not, or at least not for a really long time. For me personally, I prefer intermittent fasting. And I prefer, yeah, that's it. I prefer intermittent fasting and I don't want to do another 10 day fast. Um, I wrote an article for medium about my experience and you can check it out. And it says, I probably won't do this again. And I totally think you should try it because (laughs) I heard so many stories from people like Eve, you inspired me to do this 10 day fast, which is hilarious to me because I'm so bad at it. And I had so many people who had, it sounded like a much easier, or were much more determined, or much better at it, and they kicked butt. Then I had people who were similar to me that just like could, like they stopped at day five, and that's totally fine. So for me, I will probably stick to the intermittent fasting game, um, sixteen eight most days, twenty four. I would like to be able to do twice a week, and eventually I would like to be able to do two thirty sixes a week. Um, but for right now, putting away the scale. Gonna do CrossFit three times a week. I try to drink some dang water. Um, I'm gonna have a little more salt and see if that helps. And uh, what about you, Levi? Are you gonna fast with me? I'm so excited it's over. (laughs) (laughs) Levi is so 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 excited. (laughs) She she did
1: great. I'm happy to have her back. She is honestly (laughs) Megan. She's been going to the gym without me, which is like absolutely unheard of. And she's like. almost sort of enjoying it
0: her her powerlifting is awesome like she's gonna be uh-huh. a- he thinks i'm a sexy power lifter he can just admit his it's feelings <laughs> so megan would you be up for should we come back in a month and and see like should we visit people again
1: yeah Wait, should we do
0: this in a month and like well i'll i'll go get a dexa scan and we'll see what's it's and I'll, i'm gonna tell i didn't even ask megan if i could do this but i'm just gonna tell people a secret that it's possible that Megan and I and Dr. Fung are writing a book together about fasting, emotional effects of it, lifestyle, all the things you, you really might wanna hear and steps that can make that whole process better. It's possible, right, Megan? possible yes,
1: I think it's gonna be a great book that's just so so needed out there for the support for everybody going through this and uh, yeah I'm excited you've uh, done a lot of reading I've uh, really sort of kicked it up in 2019 so far so hopefully we'll yes. get that sooner than later <laughs> yes. so we're working on that.
0: We hear your questions. We hear your thoughts. Thank you so much for being part of this. We will come back in a month. We will set up an event in a month. If you haven't checked all the videos out, you can do it at fasting.fyi forward slash TEN. That's fasting.fyi forward slash TEN, where I talk about my 10 day fast and say how I'm so happy it's over. And that's how (laughs) I got so crazy hot. Um, And Megan answers every question known to me. And you can check out megan at idmprogram.com and you can sign up for their newsletter which they send out every week with tons of free information. Megan, anything else that I missed that we should say that we should leave our viewers with? They're very Does sad that we're going yeah. away.
1: Well, we'll be back. Um, we'll be and we're back. always
0: around. <laughs> yeah, we're here.
1: Yeah, and don't forget your electrolytes on your feasting days, guys. That's important. Take All right. Take right. <laughs> care Have a fabulous day. Bye, you too. Bye everyone, bye. have a fantastic bye. <laughs>